Hello and welcome to the Conservative Crusader. My name is GOP Josh. Thank you for tuning in this morning. Very excited to be joining you through your ears wherever you are. However you're listening to this, wherever you get your podcasts. Very excited to be joining you. So I'm very excited. I'm saying very excited a lot, but I am very excited because Thursday, so not tomorrow, but the next day, we are recording an interview with, let's just say, a political candidate who happens to be running for an office in Ohio. Not currently a guest of the show, but if you think of the two statewide offices of Ohio, you can probably narrow it down at least. So if you have any questions for an Ohio statewide official who you want to ask questions of, I'm not saying the name just in case something happens, uh, go to josh at gopjosh.com in your email box. josh at gopjosh.com. All squished together into one word. Send me an email. Let me know what you want to ask, and I will I will ask your question on behalf of you to said candidate. I'm very excited for the interview. Uh, there will probably not be a podcast. We're sitting down and recording it Thursday. It'll be out Saturday as a special edition. So we probably will not have a podcast on Thursday for that reason. Have to get it out before the election on May 3rd. And we have a very, very busy election season. So I have to get it out as fast as possible. So Trump endorsed Mitt Romney for Senate, basically. He, he endorsed Dr. Oz for Senate, who is not the best candidate in the race. Carlos Sands is the best candidate in the race. But Trump has endorsed Dr. Oz. I'm just going to play a clip here so you, you, you can hear who Dr. Oz is. School in Philadelphia. And I saw women who'd had coat hanger events. Mm. I mean, they're really traumatic events that happened when they were younger before Roe versus Wade. And many of them were harmed for life, emotionally discarding anyway. And listen, I'm at a personal level. I I wouldn't want anyone in my family to have an abortion. I I told my kids this. I mean, I love the the lives that they're creating so much that I I personally wouldn't want it. But I don't want to interfere with everyone else's stuff because it's hard enough to get into life as it is. What I do know as a physician is if you're going to make it a, if the litmus test is the heart's beating, then really make it the heart beating. Mm-hmm. Don't make some surrogate version of it right. when, you know, cells are, you know, are, you know, have an electrical path. That's, that's not what, that's not what the average person thinks. Right. The average person is envisioning a little acorn heart beating in there. That's not what's that's going not what on at six weeks. And I think the, 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 the rule that, that most Americans seem to support is if the child was viable outside the womb, then you don't want to kill that child. Mm-hmm. If the child was not going to be able to survive. So that's the end of the clip. But that's him basically saying that he supports late, all but late-term abortion. So he, hurt, he, uh, he supports first-term and second-term trimester abortions. And he's not conservative. I mean, he, he, he isn't conservative. Um, Sean Parnell, who is Trump's former endorsement in the Pennsylvania Senate race, says that he wishes Trump had not endorsed Oz. I don't think McCormick is any better who he supports, but I don't think he should have endorsed Oz. He has a connection to Michelle Obama. He has connections to the World Economic Forum, as if you follow me on Twitter, you've seen at JPJosh20. He is not the most conservative candidate. He is not the candidate that Republicans and conservative Republicans should support. A right-wing commentator, uh, John Cardillo, who I actually haven't heard of before this tweet, 
Uh, he was a former employee at the New York Police Department. And he put on Twitter, he said, quote, Even money odds, Dr. Oz will eventually switch parties and F over PA voters. Do not trust this guy. Trump's endorsements of Dr. Oz is inexcusable. He just put his political capital behind an anti-gun, pro-abortion, open borders, Hollywood liberal. Oz will be another Mitt Romney in the Senate. Eric Erickson, Eric, Eric, Erickson says it's like Donald Trump's staff is sabotaging Trump by convincing him to make the sh- make the worst possible endorsements. Um. So yeah, Doctor Oz is not the most right wing conservative, and he's not the best conservative in the race. But Trump endorsed him. I urge you not to support him. He he's just going to be another Mitt Romney party line vote. Okay, occasionally party line vote. That's going to be it. So we have some breaking news here, which I actually did not have prepared, and that's kind of why I'm getting off the Oz statement very quickly. The Lieutenant Governor of New York, uh, Lieutenant Governor Brian Benjamin, has just been arrested. He was just arrested in connections of campaign finance-related federal charges. Two sources familiar with the matter told NBC News 4. According to ABC News 7, Benjamin surrendered himself to authorities Tuesday morning. The charges are reportedly in connection with a past campaign. The lieutenant governor, who has been considered a rising political star after he was chosen by Governor Hochul, faces bribery and other charges. He's expected to appear in federal court in Manhattan sometime on Tuesday. Uh, His arrest comes after reports that Manhattan federal prosecutors and the FBI were investigating whether Benjamin knowingly engaged in a campaign finance fraud scheme. Subpoenas were issued in connection with the investigation. Uh, the investigation also looked whether into Benjamin helped dole out state money to con- contrib- uh, contributors and their projects as part of alleged fraud. This is a breaking story, and it literally just came out. The Daily Wire had that first. The Democratic Party of New York is in shambles. They have their prosecutor, or attorney general, whatever the proper term is, attacking Donald Trump instead of going after someone who's actually committed a crime. The The... the New York Democratic Party and the New York City and, and, and not city, but state government and, and establishment is 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 failed. Is it it's failed. I mean, the hypocrisy is insane. And this kind of goes into something I wanted to talk about, which is hypocrisy. Donald Trump did nothing wrong. And yet the attorney general of New York is begging, is grasping for straws. Letitia James is grasping for straws, trying to find something wrong that Trump did. Just just trying and trying and trying and trying and just can't find anything. But please, we have to arrest Trump. He can't run again. But there are videos of Biden at the White House. Literally spewing nonsense. Literal nonsense. And they don't want to do the 25th Amendment. This is hypocrisy. But Trump, same with Trump not wanting to run again, he, he, he has trouble walking down a slippery ramp like every other person would. 25th Amendment, he's not fit to serve. Trump drinks water to avoid spilling water on his tie. 25th Amendment, he's not fit to serve. We need to impeach him. That is hypocrisy. The same hypocrisy which is 
not going to arrest uh, Lieutenant Governor, whatever his name is, but wants to arrest Trump for no reason. Instead of focusing your time on Trump, focus your time on actual criminals. And and now we're going to move on to what what I was kind of going off topic with, which is a clip from Biden. This is actually from the 8th, so you've probably heard this already, but I haven't had a chance to record and talk about it. This clip was from Letitia James's celebration, whatever they want to call it, her her celebration ceremony or whatever it is. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot, uh, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, traveling with him. I guess we traveled seventeen thousand miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. Uh, America is a nation. Uh, what? Uh, what? <laughs> what is he saying? I am. I'm so confused. So that is fitting, right? That 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 is allowed. That is allowed within the span of of governments allowed to lead our country. But Trump, who accidentally had a trouble had trouble walking down a ramp, right? Oh no, we need to twenty fifth amendment amendment him. You know, it, it's a po- it, it, it's hypocritical. It's hypocritical. And here, here's one more clip that I want to to play here. It's only like 15 seconds long. They're the only outfit in the country that is immune. Imagine had the tobacco industry been immune to, process, to being sued. Come on. Imagine had the tobacco industry been immune to prostitute. What? What? So, so when we return... Because we are going to go to break. Where that last clip was from, we're going to talk about where Biden renews his push for a gun magazine ban. Uh, GOP Ohio Senate hopefuls, uh, hopeful specifically, um, Mike Gibbons, a, a clip is exposed by the Washington Post about him. That's very damaging. And DeSantis will map Florida's congressional districts. Very, very excited to talk about that. When we return here on The Conservative Crusader. Stay tuned. is the narrative on the part of the Democrats is absolutely false. Uh, The top 20% of earners in the United States pay 82% of federal income tax. Um, We only have, and if you do the math, and 45 to 50% don't pay any income tax, you can see the middle class is not really paying any kind of a fair share, depending on how you want to define it. Now, the problem is... Right there, I'm going to pause and I'm going to finish the clip. The middle class isn't paying any kind of fair share. That is Mike Gibbons, candidate for U.S. Senate in Ohio. The middle class to win an election. 
So the narrative is the middle class is getting screwed and the and the, the wealthy, the, the elite are, are getting are, are cheating everybody and getting by unfairly. How much of the total tax bill can a very small percentage of the nation pay and still be a democracy? Uh, you can't have a 10 or 20 percent of the population carrying the whole bill. It just it doesn't work long run. And it, it, it you know, it's a very dangerous situation. So everybody should share at least to some degree in the tax bill. So that that is Mike Gibbons, of course, like I said before. And I don't know what he's trying to get at. I don't know if he's trying to say that we need to lower taxes for everyone, including the upper class, or if he's advocating for raising taxes on the middle class. Mike Gibbons has an article from the AP. Mike Gibbons, a leading Republican Senate candidate from Ohio, said at a media event last fall that middle class Americans don't pay any kind of fair share of income tax. We already listened to the clip. The comments by Gibbons, a millionaire investment baker from Cleveland, were made in a September episode of the Landscape podcast by Crane's Cleveland Business. But they could take on a new resonance after Republican Senator Rick Scott of Florida, a potential 2024 presidential candidate, um, introduced a governing plan in February that has divided the party over its call to raise taxes on millions of Americans who don't earn enough to pay federal income tax. Scott, who leads the Senate Democrats campaign arm, or Senate Republicans, I'm sorry, Campaign arm said that paying even a small tax would give poor people skin in the game to boost their interest and involvement in how tax dollars are spent. Um, Mitch McConnell has distanced himself from Scott's proposal, worried that the prospect of raising taxes on lower income Americans could prompt election year attacks from the Democrats. So I, I, I'm divided on that on that deal. I'm not going to get into that right now. But Gibbons said in this clip, and I'm going to play the clip again. I'm, I'm, I'm going to play the clip again. Is is the narrative on the part of the Democrats is absolutely false. Uh, the top twenty percent of earners in the United States pay eighty-two percent of federal income tax. Um, we only have, and, and if you do the math, and forty-five to fifty percent don't pay any income tax, you can see the middle class is not really paying any kind of a fair share, depending on how you want to def- uh, define it. The middle class isn't paying any kind of a fair share. I support a a flatter tax bracket, but you cannot say that a middle-class family hardly being able to make ends meet with an inflation-ridden economy that we have today isn't paying enough tax. Inflation is a tax in itself. Let's see here. Let's add up the different kind of tax here. We have income tax, property tax, sales tax, state tax and federal tax and local tax. What what other kind of taxes are there? I, I, I don't know. I'm not a tax expert. Everyone who pays tax pays their fair share. In saying that people who are having the hardest time making ends meet they're not paying enough is almost despicable, actually. I mean, Mike Gibbons is a wealthy millionaire from Cleveland, Ohio, who, who built his business, and I, I applaud him for that. But is he mad that, that he has to pay more tax than, than my family or, or someone else's family who, who doesn't make as much as him? 
Is that why he's upset? Cope. I mean, I don't support taxing the rich more than anyone else, but but you you can't advocate to raise taxes on everyone else who might be struggling more than you. I, I mean, I'm not trying to advocate for, we need to help the struggling, but I'm trying to say is, People who can't make ends meet shouldn't have to pay more in tax than than Mike Gibbons. He has a personal grudge because he has to pay taxes. That, 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 that's his grudge. That, that's his problem. And because he has to pay taxes, he wants the middle class who's suffering, who because of the Biden administration, because of the Democratic Party, can't make ends meet. He wants to raise taxes on them. It, it, it's... it's how, how is he the in the polling, leading Republican candidate for, for Senate. How? You're, you're kidding me, right? This is our guy? I mean, it's not my guy, but th- this is the, the Republican Party of Ohio's guy? Why have we always sent so many weak Republicans, so many rhinos, to Congress, to the State House. Republicans can never have a successful, true conservative. Gibbons wasn't my last place guy. I, I, I had a ranking list. He wasn't last place. But how is he? How is he in the polling lead, leading everyone? I'm. I, I'm perplexed okay let's move on we don't have much time biden renews his push for a gun and magazine ban uh, i'm not going to spend too much time on this you can read this article yourself for all i care because it's it, it's unconstitutional it's not going to pass i don't think um i don't think mansion will let it pass anyway if it's a if it's legislation but i have this copy right here the constitution of the united states i got this at a campaign event um when was this during 2020 I got another little campaign headquarters. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms that shall not be infringed. Keep and bear arms. It doesn't say what kind of arms. Keep and bear arms that shall not be infringed. And we have the legislature of Florida making an unusual move saying DeSantis will map Florida's congressional districts. Uh, the decision announced jointly by Senate President and House Speaker comes two, week af- two weeks after DeSantis vetoed a congressional map approved by the legislature and called lawmakers back into a special session to craft a new plan that would be to his liking. Uh, historically, the legislature have taken the lead in drawing the congressional district lines, but DeSantis will take the lead on congressional map making heading into the special session that is scheduled to start next Tuesday. Good. Uh, I- I'm, I'm happy about this. DeSantis is is a true conservative, speaking of true conservatives, who has less than a a veto-proof majority, right? And, and he's he's taking the lead for these maps, which is awesome. I, I'm so happy. Because he's going to draw a map like the Republicans did, like, like the original Republicans did. That was a great, 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 Great map. Oh, oh no, it's his map. It had like, let's see here, eight Democrat seats, seventeen Republican seats. Like that's great. I applaud you, Governor DeSantis. 
Uh, in a red wave year, a lot of these Democratic seats would actually flip. Like, uh, that's, uh, that's D1, but I guess it's actually a highly, highly contested race. It's a very congested. I never realized Miami was so Republican in the Miami, Miami area. But let's go DeSantis. He, he's got this in the bag. I'm very excited. He's leading the map making. And I'm glad that, that the Republican governor, quote-unquote Republican governor of Ohio, is, is not leading the map making here. And actually, while, while we're thinking about it, I, I want to read, uh, read a tweet that I made yesterday because I, I replied to a tweet kind of humorous. I'm like, um, DeWine's the Democratic governor of Ohio. That, that, that was the joke. Democrat has been finding abortion clinics more essential than church. Democrat has been instituting worse lockdowns than the state up north. I should say, um, someone replied to the tweet, Ice fire, uh, he slash they, I, I put Democratic governor over high, he said, Democrat has been not far-right extremist. I mean, DeWine found abortion clinics more essential than church. He instituted worse lockdowns in that state up north. He won't sign specific legislation, that legislation being the uh, constitutional carry bill, until faced by a strong primary challenger. There are two of them, three of them actually. And speaking of my interview, if you listen this far, if you listen 20 minutes into the show, you get the scoop. We're interviewing one of his primary challengers. I'm just going to say that. So if, if you want to send in questions, Josh, gpjosh.com. If you listen to 20 minutes in, you are getting the special scoop. And then Democrat is when anti-freedom. I'm going to start doing that more often. Just just get, just give some scoops like halfway through the show so people stay tuned in or, or towards the end of the show so people stay tuned in. That's a good idea. It's a great idea. <laughs> but that is our show for today. That is the conservative crusader for today. Make sure you follow me on social media. Gab, Getter, Truth Social, Twitter, Parler, Instagram, Telegram, Substack. Where where else am I? I don't want to run out. Uh, TikTok, I guess I'm I, I'm not very active on there, but um, what else do I have? No, I'm running out of time. I'm not, I'm out of I'm out of social medias. I tried. My name is GOP Josh. This has been the Conservative Crusader. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand I didn't miss anything. I didn't miss anything on my notes. That's a first for an episode as jam-packed as this. My name is GOP Josh. And as always, stay tuned. As always, stay tuned. That's new. 